What's up, everybody? You know, you know what happens on Mondays, That now you get something from the archives. Enjoy this week's inspiring motivational interview, and we will catch you later on in the week as we start to share with you some of the best of the best tools and tactics, everything having to do with sales. Let's go. Hey, Sharks, welcome to today's show. I am rolling with laughter because I'm talking to uh, Ryan Paw, paw like a dog's paw, and uh, we've been cracking up in the pre-show because of all of the shuffling of papers and just our relationship. He introduced me to a fantastic group that I'm now a member of, and uh, I'm just, it's such a treat to have him here. He is the master of connection. He's the master of scaling. He's got a very successful business. So Ryan, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me. It's really, really exciting to be here. Yeah. So we're going to go all out today. And I know you're the kind of guy up for a challenge. So first of all, tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Sure. Yeah, sure. So, you know, I'm the co-founder of a company called The Community Company. Uh, For the last 10 years, we've been building and scaling professional organizations with brands like Forbes, with brands like the Business Journals, uh, brands like AdAge. And we've built our own communities like the Young Entrepreneur Council, which you're a member of. Thank you for that. And um, you know, our goal is really to help make being an entrepreneur or an executive less of a lonely place. So whether you're running your own business or sitting at the top of a successful organization, The one thing we all have in common is that ambition that drives us to get there and to continue to be successful. And I think that can be very lonely because not a lot of people really understand um, what it means to be ambitious. So having access to resources and people around you who can help make that a lonely place and support one another as we continue to drive forward is just incredibly important. So that's what we aim to do every day with the communities that we've created. Now, let me ask a deeper question. Why do you do that? You could do anything. I mean, I've been building community all my life. Um, I've been building community before I knew it was building community. You know, I was building community in high school and college when I was always the one that was bringing my friends together because I just enjoyed the idea of collisions between people who had something in common and like being together. Um, When I graduated, and I entered the corporate world. I landed in big pharma. Um, and I just became really isolated. I was sitting in a cubicle at this big company. And uh, my way of sort of dealing with um, that isolation was blogging. And I started blogging about the idea of being a young person entering the workforce and having this jarring experience of feeling like you don't mesh with that corporate environment. And I started to find that there were a lot of people that shared uh, that sentiment. And that's what led to me creating my first community prior to the community company and YEC, which was known as Brazen Careerist. And it was a community of young Gen Y and millennial professionals entering the working world and looking for a human connection with people that were going through that same experience. Um, and, and why I do it, it's just because of, of the simple joy I get from bringing people together and helping them solve challenges together. Yeah. So not at all what I intended the show to be about with you, but you hit a nerve with me. And, uh, before we had started, 
I, I kind of admitted how my podcast came about was from a profound sense of loneliness. And it's something I don't love to talk about um, because, because, you know, I've got quite a few social media, I think we're at like 58,000 social media followers and we're growing organically um, every single day. And I've only been doing this for actually a very short time. And, you know, it, it's something that I struggle with and it's, you know, it's not a glamorous thing to talk about. It can, when I think people do talk about, especially entrepreneurs or, you know, very successful salespeople, it's lonely at the top. And we don't always recognize that because we tend to think that if we own that uh, and that emotion and that feeling, then we are less than, and that is why we are lonely. It's that's, that's where it stems from. And from a neuroassociative conditioning level, um, in some of my workshops, I even talk about what the three primary causes of loneliness are. So I want to take a step back. You wouldn't be doing the work you do if that doesn't resonate with you in some sort of way. As you've built this community, YEC, can you talk a little bit about your journey of loneliness? When was your loneliest point? Hmm. Uh, it's hard to pinpoint one moment in my life, but just going back to the early phases of my career when I first jumped into entrepreneurship, I think there's a, a loneliness factor that goes along with taking these big leaps of faith and these journeys that take so much out of you that others just will, will never face. Um, and I think at that moment, even with co-founders and partners and supportive significant others, there's still this feeling of loneliness um, surrounding you know, taking that giant leap and, and doing something ambitious. Um, I think that's one of the loneliest points I've ever felt. Um, part of the reason behind that is something you kind of talked about a little bit is, is we don't like to talk about it. We like to hide those vulnerabilities. We like to uh, pretend like everything is okay um, when it's not. And uh, it's funny, I think if more of us were able to express that emotion, we'd find that you know, what we're experiencing isn't that uncommon and that rare. It's actually something that we're all feeling, but there's just a, a deep-rooted fear to expose that you're human and imperfect that I wish more of us could could overcome. And one of the things that I've loved so much about building the communities that we've created is we've created a lot of safe spaces for people to share those feelings and, and, and to be more vulnerable within a private community of people that they deem to be their peers. And it's amazing how much good can come from just the simple act of one person being brave and, and sharing something vulnerable. I think there's a lot of really amazing virality that can come from that, that will get other people to break down those barriers and, and continue to, to open up and share and, and be vulnerable. And it just creates this this massive surge of empowerment that allows us to be more of, of who we are. Yeah, I, I think you're right. And even, you know, it's interesting, again, I didn't, I didn't think that our conversation would go this direction when we picked up um, the, the, the show today, but what I think what fascinates me most is just how taboo it is to talk about. And even now, like when I'm like, no dude, I'm, I'm lonely. That's where the podcast came from is my fiance is working a ton and uh, we have a great, great relationship. It's just when you don't see your other person and then you work from home and you don't have a community, it's like, why keep trying to kind of, you know, to be super authentic and vulnerable? Is that part of what got you so excited about YEC and just kind of 
connecting the dots for others. Yeah. I mean, I get a lot of joy out of helping other people. Um, if I can help people reach their goals and be somehow a part of their amazing journey, um, there's just a sense of satisfaction there. That's incredibly, um, incredibly exciting. Uh, it's not a cure for loneliness by any means. I think that, uh, you'd find that a lot of people who would deem themselves to be community builders at heart are some of the loneliest people on the planet, um, by nature, but it's definitely something that brings a lot of satisfaction into my life. And I think into the lives of other people that would be, uh, community builders, super connectors, whatever you want to call them. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, that's definitely a big driver for me, but it's certainly not a cure for my loneliness. I think sometimes the, the bigger the communities become that we're creating, the, the more success that, um, we're building through membership organizations and the engagement we create for, um, entrepreneurs and executives around the globe, the more loneliness you feel, right? It's a, it's a bigger community, less connection, um, that feels more intimate and, and just, you know, more, more stuff to keep you busy and, and to, to keep you, um, from not thinking about that sort of lack of, of what might be missing in your life. That that sort of real intimate human connection. Yeah. And there was this study done um, by Cigna where they surveyed 20,000, 20,000 adults. And they were all, you know, adults like 18 and older. And about 40% felt alone. 47% felt left out. One in four, so 27% felt like they weren't understood. And then this is the one that kind of gets me. Um, Two out of five, 43% feel relations are just not even meaningful and it's that isolation. They said that the loneliness um, epidemic, this all in psychology today, the loneliness epidemic in the US is the equivalent of smoking up to 15 cigarettes per day and is becoming a leading cause of um, early mortality. Uh, so, I mean, it's just like, this is something we are all going through. And, and kind of like the classic Kaylin laugh fest um, at least we can all be together and knowing that we're alone, <laughs> mm. um, which just, yeah. you know, it's sad, but it's also, it's, it's a really interesting thing to kind of think about. Um, let's switch gears for a tiny bit. What was your darkest day, Ryan? Oh man. Sorry, um, had to go there. Yeah, no, it's a great question. And, um, bring me to that I, moment. You know, I, I, I don't, I don't have a clear answer on the darkest day, but I can, I, I can, trace back to a moment where I realized in my life that I was feeling incredibly lonely and incredibly lost. Um, and that was in the later years of my, my college career, as I was preparing to leave, um, all of these relationships that I, I knew so well and what I would deem to be incredibly easy existence for, the real world, something unknown and, and scary without the, um, the connectivity and the, uh, the bonds that I had between friends that we lived with and, and just studied with and then partied with and, and just had, again, just a, just a very, very easy existence. And, um, you know, it was actually a moment where I was becoming so stressed out and so, um, just anxious about the concept of this 
amazing change that I was going to have to make that, um, I left school for, for several weeks, um, because I just couldn't, I couldn't even get out of bed. I was feeling such a deep rooted anxiety and, and depression and disassociation with you know, the, the, the world around me that I just, I, I literally thought that, you know, I had a health problem. It was all mental, but it, it just had this impact on, you know, my body and, and my, my mind and my ability to, to just get through the day that I, I had to take a step back. And, you know, this happened towards the tail end of my college career. And I, I, I barely was able to get back, um, put the pieces back together and, and, and graduate. But I just, I remember that moment as a point where I realized I'm going to have a problem with this, um, this type of, of anxiety and, and depression throughout my life. And I'm going to need to create ways to, to cope and, and ways to, um, to be better, to, to live, to, you know, find joy and to find satisfaction beyond, um, what I currently was at that point. Um, yeah. I was lucky to find, um, great friends and great connections that led to some of my early entrepreneurial ventures and, and took me down the path that I took, um, challenged me to be uh, stronger, challenged me to step outside of my comfort zone and, and, and try new things that led to, um, me being happier and being less lonely in my life. Um, but it's still something that I, that I struggle with every single day and, and there's no, there's no cure. It's just, it's something that I live with and I'm constantly adapting and changing to try to uh, make sure that I'm, I'm a happy person and that I'm leading my best life. So what fascinates me, um, first of all, let me, let me just thank you for such a brave share because I don't know many people who can get on a podcast and be like, you know what, this is real fucking life. Y'all like, this is who I am. This is what I struggle with. Uh, so, so I want to honor that and I am grateful for for that. And, you know, I, you. you sent me your bio before we got on and you all like, you don't know Ryan the way I do, right? He was called a cult legend in the online community building world by Mashable. This guy has created a group that has the, the, the members of the group have now gone on to generate not millions, billions of dollars in revenue. And they've created tens of thousands of jobs Ryan took his experience and his feelings of intense, dark loneliness and has created tens of thousands of jobs. There are workers going to work today who don't even realize that the reason they have a job where they can connect with their coworkers, because Ryan said, you know what, I'm lonely and this is my way of dealing with it. And I know there was a lot more to it, but I just, I think that's, that's absolutely beautiful that you you leveraged it, and that's that's incredible. Um, what Thank do you, you think is the biggest um, the biggest impact, or and it doesn't have to be financial, you know, it can be, but the biggest ROI of creating YUC? Yeah, I I think we're really really lucky in that YUC and the community company and all the other organizations we've created have made us successful because community businesses are not easy most fail and the ones that continue on um don't make a lot of money um they're lifestyle businesses um and, and passion projects but this was something we were able to take from a passion project to something that 
has supported our, our growing families. You know, me and my partner, Scott, aren't, you know, young 20 somethings anymore. We're in our mid thirties. I have two kids and a wife. He has four kids and a wife living in Manhattan of all places. And I mean, it's, it's fucking hard. I mean, our, our existence is, is not something that, um, it, it is easy to sustain, but because of what we've done here, we've, um, we've been able to give our family a great life. And that's something that most community companies, um, can't say, um, what I'm really proud of at the end of the day is again, just the environments that we've created that allow people to share the way that I'm sharing with you now, um, in an open way, uh, ego aside, just being real, because I think at the end of the day, like this success, this, um, you know, this bio that I said to you earlier, I mean, all this stuff is just, you know, bullshit online prestige that we create for ourselves as successful as we all might be in YEC and and some of the other communities that you and I share in common. Um, we all have struggles. Um, you know, we all have, um, you know, just issues that we face beyond the success that we have gained through the hard work we do in our businesses, you know, no amount of money can solve those problems. And I just think it's nice to have a community of people around you who's not afraid to admit that, that success is not going to make you happy, at least success in the, in the terms that we've all come to know in terms of, you know, creating multimillion dollar companies and, and exiting and, and, you know, buying that big house and and traveling the world. Like, you can have all of that and more, um, but unless you take care of your own life, um, you're, you're not going to be happy. And I think a lot of the the challenges that I've faced, um, the issues and the brick walls that I feel like I've fell up against, um, I've gotten past that because of the people around me who have been willing to help me understand that, yeah, like we're all feeling that. We're all dealing with that. You're not alone. This isn't just you. Um, that in itself is sometimes the inspiration and the the drug of choice to really like fix your mind and, and get you back on track, feeling good and happy and ready to take on the day with a more positive attitude. Absolutely. So we talk about um, in one of my workshops, I talk constantly about, you know, the one thing you need to know about how to deal with other people is you need to just recognize we're all desperately insecure and our insecurities stem from the fears of having less, experiencing loss, or never getting to experience something at all. And, you know, when you're experiencing a, a less loss or never situation, loneliness rears its ugly head. And so it becomes, how do we do the opposite of less? Well, we find more. Uh, how do we deal with the opposite of loss? Well, we try ways to gain or have more abundance. And how do we deal with never? Well, the opposite is always always. And I want to bring you back to you're in your college dorm room because you have to recognize, right? Many people would have given up at this point, right? Like they would have, many could have dropped out of college over this year um, or intentionally flunked so they could have another year, you know, but like something about you said, you know what? I'm going to push through. There's going to be a brighter day. There's going to be hope. Can you give us sharks 
a bit of what that mind chatter was? What was that thought that led you to, to put one foot in front of the other? Yeah, it wasn't so much a thought process as it was putting my life in the hands of other people to help me um, change my, my attitude and get back on track. Like I think um, more of us need to get over ourselves and just get into therapy, <laughs> get some help, invest in our, you know, not just our bodies, but our brains yeah. and, and find, find professional support to get through some of life's difficult challenges. Um, I, I, I think that therapy has been at mo- multiple points in my life, uh, something that has been the difference maker between me just giving up and me pushing forward. Um, mm keeping family close. Uh, you know, I think a lot of us, especially in this more transient world that we live in where, uh, we can sort of stay connected and I'm, I'm, you can't see, but I'm using air quotes. We can stay connected over, over social media, but be miles upon miles apart from one another. Um, it's important to keep family close. They're the ones that are going to be there to support you when things really get desperate. Um, and I think it's it's also important to just make sure you surround yourselves both um, in your in your personal lives, whether that's friends or significant others or your professional lives, you know, um, peers that you work with, uh, partners, business partners, co-founders, whatever that you work with, that you share common values and that you're going to be supportive of each other when things get tough. Um, again, just just putting, my life in the hands of other people and, and, and making sure I've surrounded myself with people I can trust was, was the difference maker because when times got tough and I felt like, Oh my God, people are going to think I'm a failure. People are going to think I'm a loser. Yeah. People are going to think that I'm going insane or, or I'm weird. Um, those were, were the moments where I recognized that I had done a great job of, of bringing people into my life and surrounding myself with people that, um, are going to be there and are not going to think those things and are actually going to like stand by my side, lift me up and, and keep me going. So I, th- I think that is, that is really what the difference maker was. So and, good. And, so know, good. When you know that you have that, I think you organically regain the confidence to move forward and, and just, you know, be a better version of yourself. So good. Um, you know, and there's so many ways we can we can chat about this. And it's interesting. So I thought to fit in, I tried on many hats, right? And, you know, at first I did the recruiting and I loved recruiting. Like we have an entire series on recruiting, but it was actually at um, Escape a couple years ago. Um, Escape, for those of you who don't know, it's like our yearly meetup for members of YEC. And I just, everyone was asking me recruiting questions. I'm like, I just don't care anymore. That's not who I am. Like, yeah, and it, it is a very successful business, it's not the whole story. And it wasn't until I embraced the coaches had, if you will, the peak performance coach and like, how do we get through setbacks and master the art of resilience that my business actually became what I needed it to be. And what I needed it to be was a safe haven for me to bring people together and to understand that we are not our limitations. We are not our emotions. We are not our feelings. They are a part uh, of us. We talk about parts integration. Um, they're a part of us. They're not the whole story. And that's what I really get out of your share. So as we wrap up here, um, I, I have to honor that there's probably somebody listening in their commute right now. 
and they're struggling and they're struggling in a way that they don't want to admit out loud. And this is their sign, right? This is their wake up call. Um, And it's their reminder that they're not going through it alone, that there's incredibly successful people with families and children and education and businesses and careers who feel like this and they found a way to push forward. So if that's you listening, um, I want you to know that we love you. We hear you. You're not going through this alone. There is hope. Ryan, for that person who needs this message. And again, I thought we were going to just talk about dogs on this show. Um, (laughs) So it's kind of bizarre how deep it got. And I appreciate it. Um, But for that person who is holding their steering wheel, not knowing if tomorrow is going to come, what can you tell them to just reassure them that it's going to be okay? Just it's going to be okay. I, I think, you know, as blanket as that might be, you know, I, I know how dark and desperate it seems, but it's going to be okay. And I think, you know, if you can take stock right now and the people around you who love you and support you, uh, make a list. I think sometimes list making can be one of the most therapeutic things on the planet. So make that list. And think about who you're willing to open up to about the problems that you're facing and just open that door. And I I think you'll be surprised at how quickly uh, you realize that you have a strong support system and it, it's going to be okay. Um, But unless you're brave enough to sort of take that leap, you're just going to continue to internalize and let this feeling that you're feeling fester inside, um, and you might get through it on your own. I think it's going to be okay if you just take that approach, but it's going to feel a lot better if you just take that moment to be brave, realize you have people in your life that love you and care about you and want to see you continue to be successful and happy. Um, so take that opportunity to open up and share. It's not weird. It's not uh, going to make you look stupid. It's not going to make you feel bad. It's going to make you feel better. And and that would be my advice. I I absolutely love it. Thank you. Um, So we're going to, you know, if, if there's that person in that car right now, I want them to know, you know, how they can learn about YEC um, or how they could reach out to you. Maybe you've got a community group outside of YEC, Um, or maybe they just want to get to know you for the phenomenal human being that you are, not just everything you've built. So Ryan, where can people get in touch with you? Yeah, I'm I'm easy to find online for for better or worse some days. Um, (laughs) It's the nature of being in the community business. Um, You you can connect with me on Twitter. My handle is Ryan Paw. Um, You can connect with me and learn more about me through my website, ryanpaw.com. Uh, check out yc.co if you are a entrepreneur looking for connectivity, not .com, .co. And, um, and that'll be uh, a really good resource for you. Um, if you want to learn more about it, you can reach out to me directly. And if you're an executive not, um, not fitting that entrepreneur mold, um, we have communities for you too. Lots of different leadership groups for different industries and professions uh, that can help you succeed. You know what we do is not just about the entrepreneur, but about all ambitious professionals finding happiness and success 
and less loneliness through coming together with a curated group of your peers. Mm, so good. So we're going to end with uh, a big hug to Ryan. That's the thing that sucks about podcasting is you can't give somebody a hug. Um, so long distance hug. And again, if that's you today listening, um, take this as a sign from from us to you. We did not know this show is going to go this direction. Um, we love you and it will all be okay. If you're loving this show and you know, you know you're not living up to your potential, I want to encourage you to text the word INSPIRE, INSPIRE to 66866 or head on over to kaylinellsbury.com. That's K-L-Y-N-E-L-S-B-U-R-Y.com. There you're going to find a place where you can just pop in your email address and get our weekly tactical tips on how to motivate your mind, how to have less stress, less anxiety, and an increased sense of purpose. We'll see you there.